How about that cigar? Cigar? How about that? <laughs> I don't know. That was nice. That was nice. Guys, welcome to episode 139 of How About That Cigar Live. Thank you so much for joining us live on Facebook, live on YouTube. And for those of you listening on the audio podcast, thank you so much for listening while you drive down the road, work out, garden. Uh, I, I was told I need new new oh. new activities that people you know do while they're listening to podcasts so workout uh, drive garden uh bike bike uh, um uh, run run if you're if you're running right now yeah if you're running then god I, love you you are something special yeah um and yeah thanks for making how about that cigar part of your regular podcast rotation we are live in the drew estate cigar studios mm -hmm. and we once again are so excited to tell you about the beautiful new 20 acre farm mm. from drew estate a complex mm. and medium bodied cigar 20 acre farm is built using a velvety ecuadorian connecticut shade wrapper a sun-grown habano binder and a filler blend of nicaraguan tobaccos from esteli and jalapa blended with the opulent and majestic florida sun-grown wow. leaf available to all premium cigar retailers nationwide beginning in early december the ultra premium 20 acre farm cigars will be available in beautiful 20 count boxes and introduced in a six by 52 Toro, a five and a quarter by 54 Robusto and a six by 60 Gordito. For more info, please visit drewestate.com. That was my nickname in college. Drewestate.com was your nickname in Gordito. Gordito. <laughs> I thought it was Poquito. Never mind. <laughs> So you may notice that, uh, yeah, we're we're a little punchy this evening. The show is earlier than normal, so thank you for joining us at yeah. our at at our uh, non regularly scheduled time. Um, we have a very special event later. Garrett and myself have a special event later this evening uh, that we did not want to miss. Uh, so thank you guys for being with us a little bit earlier than normal. Um, this show is going to be a little different than you know our regular uh, shows, but we did this last year and we're going to do it again now. Um, just to check in on, you know, a little sports stuff like we typically do. Um, your team is playing as we speak. You've got it on, on your phone right here. I do, and they're marching. They're march. They're supposed to be playing football, so I don't think that's going to work out too well, well for them. That's how they That's how they play this, I guess. Uh, no, yeah, uh, my Vikings are playing the Bears, which is a game. It's a Monday night game that literally no one's going to watch. Well, did, I don't even. What was the outcome of the earlier Monday afternoon game? Oh, I didn't even know that there I, was. There was, yeah, there was a game that started <clears throat> at four. Okay, I don't so, know. So, if anybody knows the outcome of the earlier uh, Monday game, let us know in the comments. I just know that um, my fantasy team in the Cigar Syndicate League is—it's uh, pretty much going touchdown. <laughs> Garrett is excited. Vikings just Justin Jefferson is a beast. Um, okay. So the the Packers, I won't. I'm not going to say that the Packers won yesterday. What I'm going to say is that Coach Harbaugh uh, lost the game for his team yesterday. Hundred percent. So two two Sundays in three weeks, he's behind by one point After with the with less than a minute left to play. After the touchdown, and instead of taking the extra point and going to overtime, he tries for two and misses and loses. I 
don't understand the thought process there. I, I don't, don't. I, I don't either. So, um, but Raiders. the Packers, the Packers got, oh, Raiders won. Okay. Um, the Packers got a win out of it because, you know, Coach Harbaugh just wasn't thinking straight. Um, and the Packers clinched the NFC North yep. and a playoff spot. Yep. Now we just have to play it out to see which playoff spot we get. Um, the Wilds are playing as we speak also. I don't, yeah. um, they're playing, don't tell me the Stars. They're playing the Stars. Ooh. And they lost three in a row. So we won eight in a row and then we lost three in a row. So I think that I think the, I think the dojo guys last week put the oh, put gosh, the, put a damn it. put a pox Eric on us. So thanks. Said thanks. what did he say? Borrowed time. Borrowed time. Yeah. Yeah. Eric, Eric from Cigar Dojo is like, you're living on borrowed time. Uh, and you know what, Eric? <laughs> I hope your team has an avalanche. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, that was very clever. Thank you. That was very Did clever. You like that? Yeah, it was nice. Thanks. That was nice. Um, so yeah, sports, sports, sports. Uh, the, I guess the Olympics are starting right after the Super Bowl. Um, I'll be honest, I couldn't care even one bit less than I do about. I'll watch some of the, the snowboarding. Um, outside of that, unless there's like some like. You know, you hear a buzz about one individual player that's just like and doing I, ridiculous things. I usually don't pay attention to the news or or any of that. So big stuff happening in the Olympics, I wouldn't even know about it. Yeah. Like the Summer Olympics that happened, uh, you know, a year and a half ago. Zero. I think that I was saw none of it. the first Olympics in a long time where I play, paid zero attention. To. Yeah. Yeah. None of it. So uh, tonight we have a special year in review. We're going to talk through some stuff that happened on this show during 2021. Um, we're not so much, this isn't so much where we're going to cover, you know, all the specific news items, you know, and big, big newsworthy and, and notable events from the world of premium cigars. This is going to be a lot about what we covered, what we learned. Um, no, where, who's sleeping with who? Yeah, yeah, none, none of the that. none of the TMZ type stuff. Yeah. Um, because I mean, that's if you want to hear about that stuff, it's like a never-ending soap opera. Oh no, I'm, I'm joking. It's actually most of the people in the cigar business are relatively level-headed. Yes, most. I said most. I did not say all. Um, so let's let's get into our main main segment of the evening. Uh, no special guests this evening. You guys got us. We got Justin over here in the corner pushing all the buttons. Nobody puts baby in the corner. Welcome back, Justin, after being after being ill for a little while. Uh, so let's get right into the main segment. And as always, the main segment of our show is brought to you by Corona Cigar Company and CoronaCigar.com, the Internet's largest and easiest to use virtual cigar store. Corona Cigar Company offers you the finest handmade cigars, humidors, and cigar accessories at the absolute lowest possible price. You'll also find unique and limited cigars containing Florida sun-grown tobacco. As a proud American, president and founder of Corona Cigar Company, Mr. Jeff Borshowitz believed it was possible to bring cigar tobacco farming back to Florida. At Corona Cigar Company and CoronaCigar.com, you'll find the best selection anywhere in the world of cigars containing this special Florida sun-grown tobacco. If you live in Florida or are just visiting, be sure to visit any of the great Corona Cigar locations in downtown Orlando, Sand Lake, 
Lake Mary, and also the Davidoff of Geneva Lounge in Tampa. For more info on all of that, please visit coronacigar.com and floridasungrown.com. All right, episode 139. The first thing we're going to do is, and we did this last year on the show for the year in review. Is it cigar related? It is cigar related. Do you want to do the thing first? The memoriam first? Do you want to do that first? Uh, let's end the show. We'll uh, end the show with that? I'm good I'm good either way. Um, yeah, let's, you know what? Let's start it so that we end the show on maybe. Do it. You know, so <clears throat> uh, the cigar industry and the cigar community lost a few people that were uh, close and dear to us this last year. And we just wanted to take a minute. Before we do that, sorry, I keep I keep doing this, but this show really doesn't have like a deep, a, yeah, a deep format to we're it. We flexible. can we can kind of do what we want tonight. On so the show we're flexible. I'm not really flexible. It's being it's the last show of the year, and I wanted to bring something out of the humidor, a little special for all three of us to smoke tonight while we're on the show. <laughs> I grabbed one of the uh, Tatuaje Old Man in the Sea. So we are going to fire these up. So pardon my interruption. Please no. continue with what you were. So we lost three um, pretty amazing people this last year. Um, two of them I, I knew personally and uh, were close to. Uh, the first one was Tim Suitcamp, who lost a battle with uh, pneumonia, probably COVID-related. Um, and he left behind a wife and three kids and, um, Matt and I went down to Indiana, uh, for the funeral and hung out with, uh, you know, cigar people for a few days and, uh, to celebrate Tim, I puked on a car and it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, and Tim would want it. Tim wouldn't have it any other way. No. I mean, we, we talked about, you know, Tim was a Tim was a personality that was just you know as as big as the Montana sky and and he his 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 uh his personality was huge and he absolutely adored loved, his family his kids loved his family and kids and uh you know he he also was not afraid to really you know let it all hang out when it came to when it's when it's time for parties yep. and so we had great times with him at ristafari and at other events and and get togethers and stuff like that so um so that's and then and then steve conroy yeah steve conroy um steve was you know he <laughs> worked at stogies on grand which is like the uh the og cigar lounge in the twin cities and steve was an artist through and through um from you know actually being an artist had this skull motif that is super iconic and and beautiful um and then you know from from his music and from cigars and his love of cheese and beers and wines and wealth of knowledge and his laugh, his infectious laugh. Yeah. Uh, Stogies won't be the same without hearing that laugh from any place. Like if you're downstairs in the bathroom, 
you could hear Steve laughing upstairs. Um, so he will certainly be missed. And uh, he leaves behind Jess, who um, is a longtime partner and uh, uh, another rock star. Um, so um, thoughts and prayers for, for Jess as she uh, gets all of the things taken care of. And uh, we'll be looking forward to uh, celebrating his life here in the probably the next week or so. And then I'll, I'll let you take the third guy because I really didn't know. Yeah, so uh, I saw this actually while Garrett and I were at, at uh, the cigar shop yesterday watching football and, and enjoying cigars and company. I, I had pulled up Facebook on my phone for the first time uh, in a while and saw some friends posting and my heart was broken immediately when I saw the news that Frank Seltzer passed away. Um, for those of you... For those of us who were lucky to know Frank, um, we really knew a fantastic individual in Frank. He was, again, another one of these personalities. His personality was larger than life. He had a fantastic sense of humor. He could shit talk with the best of them. Um, but he also just had a great... Um, he had a great love and respect for the world of cigars. And Frank was a, you know, Frank was a journalist um, and a, you know, a, uh, a news producer going back decades. And he had, he had just this booming voice, which just, you could absolutely tell from the second to the, that he said, hello, that he was a broadcaster. He had an absolute booming voice and a personality to match. Um, I first met him at the Nicaraguan Cigar Festival uh, about three years ago, uh, four, almost four years ago, uh, just shy of four years ago, met him at the Nicaraguan Cigar Festival. And he, it, it was great because he, it was almost as though he sort of took me under his wing as a young uh, not so young, but young to Frank, you know, as a, as a n new member of cigar media. And at the time I was writing for blind man's puff and covering the festival and w Frank and I met and immediately we just became fast friends because we had, we learned we had similar interests from music to taste in movies to, um, just sort of, you know, I've, I've always sort of been a little bit of a, an old soul, I guess. Uh, so I've, I was, I was a fan of music that was more for gen the generation previous to me than, than my own generation. Although I love a lot of the newer stuff too. So we talked about Frank Sinatra and Mel Torme and jazz and old movies and broadcasting things. And my, my mom also briefly spent some time uh, in, in local broadcasting. So we, we talked a little bit about that, but I remember specifically touring different cigar factories with him. And, um, one of the best memories was the end of these very, very long days at the Nicaraguan cigar festival. There was a, there was sort of a, uh, terrace area between some of the hotel rooms which was the, one of the few areas we could smoke at this hotel in Esteli, Nicaragua. And 
Frank and myself and uh, Steve Ross and Chris Weathersby and some other people, just uh, uh, Enrique Sanchez from 1502. We just sat in these chairs for hours, way later than we should have, because we had very early mornings to continue going on more tours. And we literally just sat for hours smoking cigars and laughing. And um, and then after that, every time I saw Frank at a trade show or something like that, uh, outstretched hands, big smile, that booming voice saying hello. So he's going to be missed. He, he was a great writer. He had a great... He had, you could tell that he was a broadcaster in the way that he wrote because he wrote in a in a such a such an elegant presentational style so you could tell he was a broadcaster even in even in his writing so you know frank uh you know this cigar right now is for you and we uh you know wish wish your family all the best and uh thank you for everything that you did for the cigar industry um over the decades so we're gonna light these tatuaje old man in the sea Culebras. Pete cool. schooled me. It's not Culebra. It's Culebra. 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 So, um, so let's let's kind of move into the uh, the box. The box. So Love last year, uh, last year we talked about this. So my wife actually made this for me, and it's it's a shadow box with you know, sort of a keepsake thing. So there's uh, a slot up here that you can put money into or whatever. But she said, this is a good place for my husband to keep cigar bands. So she uh, also does artwork and she uh, cut in her vinyl cutter, the our logo and just put been there, smoke that on, on the box for us. And um, this is the second year that we've used it because she gave it to me for christmas in 2019 mm -hmm. so starting in 2020 this was right next to me and as some of you may may remember 2020 was all of a sudden where it's like oh you're home all the time and you're smoking all the time so you know this thing got pretty filled up and it's not like we save our cigar bands from when we're out at shops and things like that it's really only from here yeah but it's sort of it's sort of a snapshot of of 2021 this year and we thought last year that we were going to have you know a chance to <laughs> you know make a good chunk out of this and i and i want to say it was like you know 10 minutes in and we had barely broken yeah you know the surface so we've got a much better idea of what this part of it is going to look like. So it's not boring to everybody. Um, but we'd also like to hear from you over this last year. What are some cigars that, you know, you just found Yeah. this year, you found something that was your jam. Yeah. What were you having a lot of this year? Yeah. What do you, you know, know, if you save your bands, you know, let us know what, which bands you have a lot of, uh, you know, left over from, uh, from and, 2021. And what do you do with your bands? Yeah, do you guys do you guys make like deco epoxy. decoupage or epoxy a bar top or something like that? Mm -hmm. Um, you use it for me, fire starters. Get uh, get creative. Uh, let me let my cigar you while you do while you talk about things. Yeah. So I, 
I saw this really cool idea of taking a cigar, a uh, cigar band, I should say, and um, putting it around a wine cork. And then you hot glue them into a picture frame and have all of the cigar bands around this cork. Um, that's one idea I'd like to do. Another one is uh, an epoxy table. Oh, Mikira. Uh, Perdomo 10th. Oh, yeah. Stupid good. Um, Mambacho. Yep. Yeah, those are good selections right there. Oh, that's right. You make pens. Torpedo Supreme Leaf. Torpedo Supreme Leaf. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Aganorsa. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, I forgot. I know. These are really good. <laughs> oh, they're stupid. And you look at them and you're like, how can that possibly perform? This is probably my, I don't know, 10th or so. One of these, everyone has performed without issue. Yeah. I'm sure there's somebody who's had an issue at some point. And it, it happens. It happens with a cigar that's, you know, normally rolled. that looks, looks, you know, perfectly straight and square and all that. So as you guys can see this box here, there, there are a lot of cigar bands in here. So we're never going to make it through all these. We won't even make it through, you know, Would a you small say handful of them. You have a plethora. Would you say you have a plethora of bands? Oh, yes, you definitely have a plethora, El Guapo. <laughs> oh, and I'm drinking Great Lakes Christmas Ale. It's and a very nice brown ale made with uh, ginger and cinnamon and Christmas spices because it's Christmas time. Do I still have beer in your fridge? Maybe. You you can check if you want yeah, to. Yeah, I'm going to check. But for right now, I'm drinking Powerade water. It's got the B vitamins in it. It's got, it's got the B. You know where the weight room is? <laughs> Um, so what should, uh, how should we attack this right now? Just, I say, just go, just man. dive in. Yeah. So I'm just going to, we're just going to randomly select, you know, some out of here. So we got a sober Mesa bro brulee blue right there. We have a JC Newman American mm -hmm. right there. That one uh, surprised me. I'll be honest. The American it did. It's yeah. I I'll be honest. It's not a cigar that's in my regular rotation, 100%. but I enjoy it. It's, yes. it's unique. It's, it's, it is because we say this all the time. Oh, the cigar is really unique. There really aren't a lot of cigars that are unique, right? But that one is, it is, it is definitely unique. unique. Uh, JSK toothpick. Uh, I don't remember whether this, it was probably a Habano because um, I, I tend to lean more toward the Habano toothpick than the maduro the maduro's not really my jam so uh the laranja and this is the escuro so the newer laranja escuro come on camera do the camera thing you're supposed to do there you go yeah those two new laranja lines this year were stupid yes agreed 
the Camacho Factory Unleashed. This one's fun because you guys may remember <laughs> when uh, Garrett ate the uh, the the freeze dried scorpion. Uh, we did the the unboxing for uh, for Camacho when they sent us the kit with the these cigars and the grilling the, stuff. Yeah, the grilling stuff. And yeah, Garrett ate a scar. I, I ate one little tiny piece of it, you know, the size of. So I started, and the first thing I ate from that was the tip of the. It was the the scorpion. The penis. Was the tail? <laughs> no, it was, the, uh, it, was it was the, the stinger. The stinger. Thank you. That was the word I was looking for. It was the stinger, and then like a uh, section or two after it, and I had the stinger, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is incredible! It tastes. It actually tasted like bacon," and I was like. This tastes like bacon, and Matt was like, "Well, does it really taste like bacon?" So like, then, because I was not, not going to touch it, but when he said bacon, I was like, "I got to try a little piece of it." And I was like, "I am not lying; it for real tastes like bacon." So then I broke off a little, another little piece of it. Turns out the rest of the scorpion not so much like bacon. So my, and I said, stinger. I said maybe it's the venom. Maybe it maybe that's why the the stinger tastes like bacon because that's where the venom is. Um. So. There are a number of these bands in here. This is from the the re-release of the Crux du Connoisseur. Um, pretty much all these are also from the number four, which is the new Corona Gorda. Good job, guys. Yes, well done to Crux. Um, I absolutely adore that cigar. Uh, this is a Perdomo. Um, if anybody knows exactly which one this is, I'm so sorry. I don't. It's Perdomo Habano, but I. Yeah. Don't know if it's I think it's the, got a secondary band. It does it. have a secondary. I just don't remember which don't remember, yeah. particular blend that is. Um My Father. Uh, I think this was an old My Father um number three, I believe. I think it was an old My Father number three. We had uh Mitchell who had a Bihike 52. Ooh, Mitchell, I want to know what you thought of it. Yeah. Um, because I've only had one Bahike in my life. Me too. And I enjoyed it. I definitely enjoyed it. It it, it was it, not a hundred dollar cigar. It, it's not a hundred dollar cigar, right. But I enjoyed it. I thought it was very good. Um what else do we have? Oh, this is an an old uh oh, the Nat Sherman gosh. Nat Sherman made these years ago in in six count boxes for a wine. I think a winery, maybe a uh, Schrader, or no, it's a winery. Was it a winery? Uh, Schrader, and uh, I bought a ton of these six count boxes back in the day, uh, and every once in a while I pull out one of those boxes and and smoke one. Um, oh, this was the. Oh yeah. Yeah. So this this is the this is what got Cigar of the Year from Cigar Aficionado last year, the EP Carrillo uh, pledge. Um, I I figured. It's a very good cigar. I I I have no, I no problem with, with them giving giving it number one. I think it's None. crazy good. Yep. Uh, Protocol Original Blue, which I've been a fan of ever since it came out. Hundred uh, percent. Let's get into another section. Go further. Actually, let's go because if they're at the bottom, they should be like from the very beginning of the year. So let's look here. I did smoke a lot of the CRA packs, so oh, there's yeah. going to be a ton of these cra uh secondary bands in here um because i i tried to buy a lot of them to you know give back to the cra uh so opus 20th from one of those cra packs um another cra uh secondary bands uh we got a southern draw montanza mm -hmm. which 
Uh, I've heard so many people say, because it's a little bit of a higher price point, Southern Draw Cigar. I have no problem with the price point. I think I it's don't a, either. I think it's a very good cigar. It's a great cigar. Um, it, I, I, am I going to go out and buy boxes of it? No, but it's a cigar I, I will reach no for. I will reach for on a semi-regular basis. What, like 13, 14 bucks? I think it's more 18-ish. Oh, is it really? I could, I'm, I'm sorry if I'm wrong about that, but I think it's a little more little more up there. Uh, the Ooh. Epic, this was the Epic 10, I believe. I haven't had an Epic in a while. Um, we You missed Eric. Eric was at the, sorry, Dean was at Dean, the yeah. Cigars and Baseball. Um, Mi Querida Tricky Traca. Um, I'm pretty sure that was the 648. 646 uh black label trading company morphine um you guys know that i'm that's a that's a brand that i uh love a lot original og tatuaje brown label i mean still to this day after all these years this is a in my regular rotation 100%. of cigars um hoya de nicaragua cinco de Cadiz. i actually just smoked another one of these yesterday at Great the cigar food. shop um charter oak um we had nick on the show uh early in the year and 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 he hooked us up with some some charter oaks which oh my gosh you know, did he ever yeah so so another huge thank you to uh to nick oh the fq cigars yeah i forgot we had matt matthew hunt on the show uh from fq cigars and he yep. sent us a few to sample very nice cigars um i believe still made at the uh at nika sueño yep um cigar dojo we just had those guys in the show last week this is one of the they called the gimmick which is a lost and found cigar actually yeah and i want to see i want to put on some 3d glasses and look at that band. they they shipped them with 3d glasses did they really i don't i think i threw them away uh, sorry they shipped them with 3d glasses i know this guy i know another pledge ep carrillo um oh alec and bradley blind oh, yeah. faith yeah that was their that first was a, and that was a really good release yeah for them oh hello oh yeah mil diaz from crown heads ace prime yummy this is one of my favorite <laughs> budget cigars omar ortez original if you guys don't know about that omar ortez you're missing out yeah uh your shop should carry it it is in, I mean, it's in that budget category. You're going to see it between five and six bucks. And are you yeah, kidding me? Our local shop has the Maduro and the and the natural. And the, yeah, it's six twenty-five a stick. Um, and it is it's the cigar that I first smoked actually in Nicaragua at the Nicaraguan Cigar Festival. Mm. Um, they it was one of the one of the meal cigars that they handed out in the trays. So, what does Mitchell say of it? He's found the Bahique had lots of great Cuban flavors. Hey, cedar, slight nutty, bit of pepper. Rarely finding Cubans. I agree with that because yep. the the because it's, it's got the medio tiempo mm -hmm. in it. Uh, medium plus. Yep. Peaking it. I I concur almost precisely with your yeah. I say that's a great evaluation Absolutely. of the Bahique. I mean that's my, nailed it. But from what I hear, so the year that it got Cigar of the Aficionado's number one cigar of the year, which was 2010, yep. that that was the year to buy that, 
the he case was 2010. I didn't have one from that year. I had one from somewhere maybe 2014 or somewhere Same. in that neighborhood. Uh, Stallone cigars have mm. have become you know favorites of ours. Uh, we love we love the people. You know Tony and uh, and Todd and you know those guys. Just I yep. I like the way they do business. I think they make good cigars. Uh, this it what the heck is this? Isn't that funny when you find? Oh, Paul Stulak. That's right. Paul Stulak. I don't know what that is. Very tiny little brands. Um, did I get this from you, Justin? No. I, I don't. I'm sorry. I don't remember who gave me this cigar, um, but it's it's uh, Paul Stulak. It's it's funny. The it's what is it? It looks like. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's just beautiful, like Renaissance type artwork. Um, and I I have to confess. I don't have a great recollection of what the cigar was like, which I know, you know, unless I, I write it down most of the time or it becomes a favorite. And I smoke it often. <clears throat> um, oh, oh, so the Sir Robert Sir Peel, Robert Peel from our friends at protocol. Um, and that's the secondary band. Oh, this is a Cro-Magnon. Oh, yeah. Um, the, which, yeah. Crow Magnon from wow. Roma Craft that actually Better focused. There's oh sorry, it was a Neanderthal. Oh. Neanderthal from Roma Craft. Uh, this is oh Carolina Blue cigars. Carolina Blue cigars. Uh, Atabay hmm. can't be mad at that. That is tobacco butter. Right Shout there. out to uh, Dave Garofalo. The Voyage from. Uh, uh, Baracoa Cigar Company. Um, that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> uh, Vega Fina. I don't remember which one this was. I bought it at. There's a cigar shop in Wisconsin. It's one of the. Few, there aren't a lot of places around here you can get Vega Fina, and there are some Vega Fina blends that I really enjoy. It's actually they're not very ex expensive cigars. Um, I don't remember which one in particular this was but i enjoyed it i i like some vegafinas out there uh this was the this is the secondary band from the tatuaje that's made uh the hcs that's made for oh. holtz um that's what that is this is yeah oh, that's yeah. the main band from that oh the uh yeah. uh the famous 80th uh uh by dunbarton tobacco and trust so Steve Saka, um, ooh, Superfly, woo, yeah, that that Superfly from Oscar Valladares. Oscar is a bad man. I have a lot of Oscar in here because <clears> I bought a box of the. Uh, let's go further down. Right, Chad, I couldn't agree more. Like I don't know how. Oh, I okay. So I'm because I want them to sit flat in this. I'm super. Do you do a thing? Do, I do a thing. So. <laughs> So let's say you've got let's say you've got a band that well, I'll take one off this. So we had our little pregame cigars, uh, Antonio 1970 from Hoy de Nicaragua. So I'll take this band off the cigar. So it's this curly cue right now. So you've got a a tabletop with with a very sharp edge on it. So you just take it. Do and, you really? And you and you just roll it off. You do the, the edge. dollar bill trick. I do the dollar bill trick, and you just roll it off the edge, and then it sort of reverses the curl. So then you straighten it out a little bit, and then and then I go like this, 
and I curl it that way. And then after a few minutes, it just lays flat and put them in the, put them in the bin and good to go. Um, so let's go a little further. Do you guys know about the dollar bill trick? The dollar? Yeah, well, yeah. That's for the that's, vending machine. Yeah. Yeah, if you can't get the dollar to go in the vending machine, you just, you know, uh, porcelain from yes. uh, Black Label Trading Company. Going further up in the year. A lot of Cinco de Cotis in here. Um, there's another Perdomo. This is the ESV. Uh, most likely, yeah, the Estate Selection Vintage. Uh, probably the Connecticut's because those are the ones, the, the Perdomo uh, ESV Connecticut is one that I have probably quite a few of those in here. Oh, the La Galera. Oh. Um, I think these were Connecticut's, the Connecticut Reservas, I think. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I don't know that. It's a different band. So <clears throat> I had a fair number of those in here. Uh, an old Nat Sherman Metropolitan Connecticut. Um, another I... I I've been on a Connecticut kick for the last two years, probably just because I'm smoking so many cigars that I'm trying to keep it milder. Oh, Blackbird. Oh, yeah. This was my first. So Blackbird is a brand that's brand new to us. I just tried them for the first time this year. Uh, I started with this one, which I think is the Coco or the, yeah, the Cuckoo. Yeah. Cuckoo. Cuckoo. Criollo. It's. So um, yeah, I've I only smoked one or two of their cigars so far. So I um, still have a lot more to learn about that that brand. Uh, what do we got? Oh, I pulled out one of my old uh, senseis. Sarsaparillas. <laughs> got a sarsaparilla. Sensei's sensational sarsaparilla from Cigar Dojo. So I either do that voice sometimes or I'll, uh, so my son is a huge, um, family guy fan. Oh yeah. And I'll like, we'll be walking around target and I'll say, Hey boys, <laughs> I think we should go over into the changing room. What do you think? And oh. he's like, dad, don't yeah, just don't. stop. Don't, uh, this, what is this one again? Oh, shoot. Uh, Cavalier. Yeah. Yeah. Cavalier. I don't remember which one. Uh, that's the white series. Cavalier. You should know. This is one of the old Emilio Lanceros that uh, oh. Calvin Calvin Woods has some stashed away. Um, a Southern Draw Kudzu Lustrum, which was HBTC Cigar of the Year in 2019. Mm -hmm. Another toothpick. Oh, a Sereno. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sereno. Royal um, Medio. Another black label trading company, Stallone. Oh, this is a this is a good one. The Romeo a Julieta Eternal. So check that out. Look for it in your shops. That's a good cigar. Um, uh, oh, an old. Oh. This was what this was a first edition release that I found buried in a tray in my humidor. First edition release of the Crux Nymphomaniac I've Dark. Got one left and. Just it's they they aged really well. Oh, a Perdomo Perdomo Champagne, which is a cigar that I I have a lot of. It's a cigar I enjoy a lot. Oh, McAuliffe. Yeah, we had Dan Thompson on the show from McAuliffe Cigars. Mm -hmm. This was the Connecticut McAuliffe. 
Um, and we'll just go through a few more here. Um, oh, this is funny that this one comes up. Yeah. So, so uh, you know, that people, there's people love to hate on certain things. Nickelback. Nickelback. And um, the Yankees. The Yankees. And Gurkha. And Gurkha. And I say what you want. I, I think it's capable for, it's possible for any brand to make great cigars. And it's also possible for them to make bad cigars. And I'm not passing judgment on any brand entirely. What I'm saying is we spend too much time casting brands aside completely. And you can give or you can give it a rest on a certain brand, maybe for a year, maybe two. And I think you owe it to yourself every once in a while to go back and try a brand that you haven't had in years because you had bad experiences. Yep. And just give them another try because you might just be surprised. Now, this this cigar is called The Revenant. It's a very dark and oily box press cigar from Gurkha. Um, I actually thought it was pretty good. I did. It was. It's not a record breaker by any stretch, but it's a solid cigar. So that was the number two cigar in the cigar uh, advent calendar box that I got. Maybe some of you guys saw some of those videos that I did, and I smoked that that night. Damn good cigar. And anybody that wants to hate on Gurkha, um, go ahead. Yeah, I mean... fine. But at the end of the day. They're not selling a shit ton of cigars because they all suck. Yeah. Um, Fonseca. Oh. There are a lot of these My Father Fonseca bands in this box. I A lot of these. I, I'll rub that on my body. I maybe smoked more full boxes of these in the last two years than maybe than anything else. Really? Maybe. I don't know. It's 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 a toss up. It'd be the Micarita for me. Oh, the new the new Dos Cientos. Great from uh, Hoya de Nicaragua. Uh, our local shop just got these in, and uh, I picked one up. I I love it. So I want to get you everybody's opinion. Justin, you can chime in on this as well, Matt. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna break out a theme here, and I'll let's see if we can. All, all Saints. Get this theme. Shout out to Mickey Pegg. We got to have him on the show. Probably in January. I got to relight my cigar because I'm too busy yapping. Okay. Do you see it? Do you see a theme? The big, big bands. The big bands. What are your thoughts? I'm I'm good with either. Do you like the big yeah. bands? And then there's, I mean, there's, then I've got. I've got all these Tatuaje bands because I smoked my way through the Monster Mash box, you know, and all the Tatuaje bands are very, very thin. You know, these, you know, they're what, quarter inch wide maybe? And and they all essentially are the same except for the color scheme. I, 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 I'm good with either one. So here's my, my, my one complaint. Obviously, it, it adds nothing to the performance or anything of the cigar itself. What it does do, I like to smoke my cigar with the band on until I get to that area. That's kind of it. And it's more about the marker. You know, I've gotten to the band area and that's typically right around the same page. It's one of those, you know, uh, milestone places in the smoking experience for me. Obviously, you can't do that if you have a band that covers yeah. 
three quarters of the cigar, you know, which, you know, again, is not a big deal at all, but it's just one of those things where I, I prefer the smaller to medium sized bands for that, for that reason. Yeah. I'm good with either one. It just depends on what the artwork is trying to mm -hmm. say. So I'm good with either. Uh, we're not going to, we're, we're going to just call it there so that I, and, and we highly recommend that you guys, even if you don't keep them long-term and make like an art project out of them, just keep your cigar bands for the, just for that year. And at the end of the year, go back through them and look at what you preferred. And then, you know, find some ways where you can kind of stay in that same wheelhouse, but maybe verge into a different brand. Maybe if you're, if you were, let's say you were on a really big Sumatra wrapper kick, maybe throw in some, throw in some like genuine Cameroons, like Fuente Cameroons, mm -hmm. um, because that's going to be like, that, that'll be like, you know, Sumatra seed at its like highest, in my opinion, highest form. Um, if you're big into, um, uh, if you're big into San Andreas wrappers, um, branch out into some broadleaf wrappers where you'll get boldness and heaviness from each, but you know, you'll get more of the earthiness and cocoa from San Andreas, but in broadleaf, you'll get more like natural, like fermented sweetness, like molassesy sort of, mm -hmm. you know, am I mm -hmm. saying that? You yeah. Are. Like dark sugar, Absolutely. molasses kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, pepper, that kind of deal. Um, and then, you know, uh, so I know I've said this on the show a few times, but I was fortunate enough to meet Rocky Patel the second day um, I smoked a cigar. Um, That's pretty sweet. Oh, my gosh. 1997. So, you know, majority of people didn't know. Obviously, I'm 19 years old. I had no idea who he was at the time. It wasn't until I want to say a week later that somebody said, do you even know who that was? <laughs> Like, no, it's some guy selling cigars. Like, that's all I knew. Yeah. But he told me, get a notebook and write down everything you're thinking when you smoke that cigar. Because he said there's a connection between your memories and the things that you smell and you taste. I wish I would have saved my notebooks because I had the me handwritten. Too. And, I and too. shout out and kudos to John McTavish from Developing Palace. My gosh, that He's, notebook He collection? still has all his notebooks. And I wish I would have kept mine. Yep. Um, now I do. Now I like a lame jerk. I do it on my phone. And yep, me too. You know, Evernote. Um, I do miss something about the tactile, you know, feel of actually writing in a book. But my my chicken scratches. I I'm I'm to the point where I can't even read my own notes. My handwriting. So I had to start typing it into my phone. Like if if I ever write something down that's brilliant or that. You know, I write something that somebody's life depends on it. <laughs> That's going to be a dicey, dicey time. Well, and we had, um, so real quick, let's go um, just into one. I'll, I'll say for, for me, there, from a legislative standpoint yeah, in the cigar world, the biggest thing that I saw this year that I'm excited about for what it's going to bring us in the future is 
the new Congressional Cigar Caucus. And we had them on, you know, a few weeks ago to talk to them. I'm excited for it I because too. I like having a caucus that is actually where they call us by name. Yep. They call the industry by name, the Premium Cigar Caucus. Yes. The Congressional Cigar. I like that. And I'll say this, that I love it by, I, I, I love the idea of it. I love the, and I'm going to support it as much as I possibly can. I'll continue to, to advocate for this caucus. My hope is it doesn't become just another one of these political caucuses right. that are there to appease some group, namely us, um, to help us to feel better that they might be doing something. Yeah. I'm not saying that that's the case here. What I am saying is that I would love all of us to get involved, to continue to support, because our voices, that once we all start to yell, get involved, that's when changes start to make, Yeah, you know, start to happen. So get involved. So our also the huge thing that happened in 2021 is we covered our first trade shows. Mm-hmm. Garrett flew for the first time ever this year. Yeah, I mean, and now you've been what, on six trips, seven trips. I've been on 12 planes. Yeah. Since. So he's a pro now. He's a pro now. I'm so yeah, everywhere. we... We covered our uh, TPE. We covered PCA. Um, I'm going back here and looking at some of our previous shows. I mean, we had, um, I mean, Michael Herklotz, Matthew Hunt, uh, Jose Blanco, Henderson Ventura, Bear Duplissi, uh, Alec and Bradley Rubin, um, Matt Booth, uh, guys from PCA. We had Eric Bay from Black. Uh, Starline and uh, Carlito freaking Fuente. I mean, <laughs> what, how ridiculous is that? That we had Carlito freaking Fuente on the, on the show back in, what was it? April, March, the end of March. Yeah. The end of March. And you know what the real, really feel good thing was, is having people reach out and say that was the best episode we ever saw Carlito on. Like what? Uh, it's it's so humbling, and so we just we thank everybody for watching that. We got so many views on that video and that interview, and we enjoyed every second of it. He was super candid, and we, um, you know, there are certain guests that we know we can kind of go a little Oprah or go a little Barbara Walters, and you know, go, get into the the emotional side and the family side, and really bring people out of there you know, and, and let people be real and yeah. emotional and stuff like that. And, and I think that's important for us to see. I mean, there was a real actors guild moment there where there was. Yeah. And yeah. Oh, and then we, I mean, we, so just finishing up here, we had uh skip and Mike from Romercraft. Then we had Cynthia Fuente on uh, Jason Ladani, which was a real cool outside the box thing that Garrett put together. Jason go back and watch, uh, uh, the episode with Jason Ladani from from back in May. Um, he's a card uh, card mechanic, card magician. He's former cheat. Absolutely brilliant with a deck of cards. And follow him on Instagram and TikTok. Like yeah. I still follow him. I love Same here. magic, and I like I love. I am just every time, and I love it. And then we had all our live coverage from the TPE trade show. Uh, we had. Uh, we had Leo Brown on the show again, um, Miguel from Crown Heads, Nick Melillo, 
John Carney, Hector Alfonso Sr. Um, we had a little special grilling uh, episode uh, where we gave away also some Camacho uh, Liberty series. Then was PCA. I mean, insane amount of PCA coverage. Uh, and we loved every second of it. It was a ton of work, but but absolute blast. It was so fun. Um, then we had a recap of the trade show with our friends from uh, the Smoke and Tobacco show, Matt and Nicole and uh, uh, Mike from Cigar Hustler. Uh, then our what has become now a yearly tradition, the industry hive mind with Charlie from Half Wheel, uh, Skip Martin, John McTavish, and Abe DeBabna. Yep. Uh, and so many, I mean, I... We will be on all night if we talk through all the guests. But I mean, we had a first timer, Nick Perdomo. We had Bobby Newman, uh, Dan Thompson, Pete Johnson, Steve Saka. And for uh, all the, you know, all these big names are great. But, you know, I look at some of the smaller companies that, that we had. You know, we've become really good friends with Orlando from Divine Leaf. Yep. Um, Greg Free from Fuerte y Libre, who just had a trip up here to Minneapolis, was, yeah. was great to meet him. Um, um, what are some? Uh, I mean, Dan Thompson from uh, McAuliffe isn't a, a tiny company, but they're small enough, and but they're doing all the right things too. Yeah. And so a lot of these companies you guys haven't heard of, um, ask your retailers about them. Yeah. You saw them on our show. Ask your retailers about them. Huh. And the pairing, the pairing show we did with Marcel and Nicole from oh, yeah. Aventura was such a blast. Uh, the pairing, even just last week, the pairing roulette with Eric and Jordan from Cigar Dojo was yeah. a blast. So, um, thank you guys for a great year of shows. The 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 uh, the episodes were were a lot of fun this year. Uh, covering all the trade shows was a blast. Um, and we've just we've had some really cool things happen, uh, you know, with the show and with the website and all that this year. So. And, um, definitely you know, a good time when people walk up to you at a trade show and say, I've been watching your show. How insane is that? Or when somebody doesn't even, when somebody hears your yeah. voice, the first time we were at, we were at TPE. <laughs> it's like our first trade show. We had only been on the show floor for not even an hour. And we get to somebody's booth and somebody right now, and we start talking to them she and, turns around and she says, turns around and she says i know that voice i know that voice you're you're how about that cigar and i my head almost exploded i was like what is happening right now yeah so it's a, it's such a it's just a really good feeling and so we, we appreciate you guys for that so grateful um so yeah great uh, another great year of show guests we have more coming up in 2022 more trade show coverage and this is the last big item on the list and i'm gonna force him to turn on his camera and put himself on and so guys this is this is justin and i'm gonna lean my microphone over to him so he can say hi justin we just brought him on the team within the last couple of months he's learning his way through this he's started to produce the live show uh he's working on uh some of the publishing on the website and uh justin is the newest member of the team for those of you who haven't met him so justin give everybody a quick hello and uh you know a brief biography. What's up, guys? Um, just glad to be here and um, looking forward to all the, the 2022 events that we got going on and uh, all the reviews and, and press releases and whatnot. And 
just uh, glad to be part of the team and, and looking forward to everything. So hopefully uh, we'll see more of me soon on the uh, video feed here. And, uh, yeah, just excited to be here, guys. Thanks. I'm, make, I'm making a mess, knocking stuff over, flipping cameras around. We got to get you your own microphone so we don't have to move the microphones all over the place. Uh, yeah, Justin's been a great addition of the team, and you know he's learning his way through things, and um, it's exciting to grow. Uh, the you know how about that cigar? Uh, Justin is going to be with us when we go to the Great Smoke in uh, at the end of February, um, and and hopefully more. Uh, as we go on different uh, coverage trips this summer uh, and this winter. Um, so, yeah, that's, I mean, that's that's really the, the lowdown. Uh, it has been a fantastic 2021. Um, we, we look forward to an awesome 2022. Hey, and the other, the other part is if there is a brand or a, you know, brand ambassador or somebody in the industry that you think could make, for a great show has a great story that's in the cigar industry or cigar world in any way from accessories to cigars. Yeah. Please reach out to us. We would love to uh, talk to them and see if that would in fact be a good show for, for us and for, yeah. Well, and don't, I mean, if, if you, if you're uh, you know, if it's somebody that, you know, even, you know, and they're, if, if they work for a lighter company or a cutter company or a cigar company, you know, let them know about us, you know, let them know about how that, how about that cigar? We, we have no illusions that they most likely haven't heard of us and that's okay. Yeah. Uh, but more and more people are starting to hear about us, which again, we, we, we are extremely grateful for. Um, and we would just want to continue to build as many relationships in the business as we can. Yep. Because the more people we know, the better we'll be equipped to cover the, the industry as yep. a whole. It's about relationships. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> yes. Yep. Um, all right. So is it time? Oh, yeah. I think it's time. It, it is, is now time. time for this week's numero de los muertos. And as always, numero de los muertos is brought to us by our friends at smoke in. <laughs> I just want to. I just want to go lay in a beach chair with a pina colada when I hear that. When I hear that commercial. <laughs> so we have Numero de los Muertos, but Garrett has this beautiful advent calendar from Smoke In. So Smoke In, um, we had Abe on the show, and as he said, and he's said in some other videos and posts. If you're a part of the Smoke In group on Facebook you know that they struggled to get some of the pieces needed for their holiday advent calendar. But they finally shipped, um, uh, I want to say, late first week of December. So what uh, I've been doing is just kind of sharing sharing the wealth. And, um, 
you know, getting it out here. And I would like for us to go ahead and pick the next three cigars in this advent calendar. So what number are we on? 16, 17, 18. So just going to be about perfect um, for, for us. Come Justin. on over, Justin. You pick number 16. Sweet 16. And are they the same in every advent calendar box? Like the number is the same with the cigar? That's a really good question. I don't know the I'd answer. Be, I would want to know that. Oh, yes. I could have picked 16. Lana. Laranja. Very nice. Awesome. Excellent selection. Yep. All right. You want 17? Go ahead. You want me 17? Yep. All right. And this I this box blows my mind. I mean, this presentation is insanely beautiful. And they they hand packed all these cigars. I hats off to those guys because yep. what an absolute ton of work for a great presentation. All right, 17 is, drum roll please, it is <laughs> the Tatuaje Reserva. Reserva. Oh my goodness, I'm not mad about that even a little bit. No. Oh, wait, what? Okay. Oh, is that? Oh, oh there's a, I suppose, oh, there's something super fancy in 25. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Number 18. Oh, yeah. Ooh. The Perdomo. We were just talking about that one. Yep. The, the ESV. Nice. Awesome. So, so, yeah, there's no, there's no like rockets in that box. No. It's, it's legit. It's not been a rocket. It's legit cigars. Um, brands that, that we all, I mean, we talked about them tonight. We talked about all these brands tonight, you know? Yeah. All right. So for Numero de los Muertos, gentlemen, the number is, and I say gentlemen to, to these gentlemen, I mean, everybody, I guess, ladies and gentlemen, the number is on average, 415 people die from this every year. 415 people die from this every year. Mm-mm. U.S. In the U.S. All right. As always, viewers, if you guys have guesses, uh, we'll play 20, uh, 20 questions along with you guys and try to guess what Garrett's talking about. So on average, 415 people globally, no, in the U.S., die from this every year. It is not a disease. All right. Is it, uh, would it be considered a workplace accident? No. Oh, is that's a good, is it water related? John says it is not. It's not shark attacks. Are they not decorating for Christmas? Are vehicles involved? Sometimes. Sometimes. Um, is it a recreational activity? It is not. No. 
Well, <laughs> no, it's not. Um, it can be, but it's, it's going to be a tricky one. Um, It is not oh, is Christmas it, related. Oh, it's not Christmas related. Okay. Is it Is it related to sex? No. It is not sex related. Okay. It's not slipping on the ice. Um it's not bicycle accident. Um uh crushed to death. Uh I mean that that can sometimes happen. Um, is it land, air, or sea? Yep. All through all of the above. Yeah. Is it related to a sudden medical no. event? So not heart attack, not mm-hmm. aneurysm. They may make it look that way. Is it poisoning? It can be. It can be. <gasps> Is it assassinations? Hit hits. Hits like paid, paid assassinations. Wow. Four hundred and fifteen a year in that the US that we know of. <laughs> Right. I wish I had my laser pointer on me right now. That would be so perfect to put the laser pointer right on your forehead right now. Oh, 415 hits a year that we know of. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah, because if they try to make it look like an accident, there may have been a lot of people who had a heart attack. Yeah. You know, who were actually, you know, all they got mission impossible. Yeah. That's an insane amount. Or, you know, as somebody has commented, um, you know, if the, the video feed in the prison suddenly goes fuzzy for a little bit and somebody hangs themselves. Right. Yeah. That was a really good one. Thank you. And you were very kind. You gave there there were some hints there that yeah. just really took us right down the path. Because that's good. a hard one to hint at to try and yeah. steer you there. Well, that's you know? what some of the things you were saying. What I was like, could be. early on, you were. I was like, that sounds like it's got something to do with sex, which <laughs> I suppose for assassinations that's possible. You know that that plays into it from time to time. Just watch out who you're dating on Tinder. They could be an assassin. I'm just saying. I've never used Tinder, but I think. You, 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 I mean, they could, they could just be a straight they up assassin. Be. They could be. Yeah. And then they're, they're like Tom Cruise and they pull their face off and it's, it's and then like, it gets, and then it's a party. Then it gets weird. Mm-hmm. Not bad, but weird. Yeah. And drink more beer. <laughs> that was good. So that was this week's Numero de los Muertos. Oh, where's my button? There it is. <laughs> that's what she said that's what she <laughs> <laughs> oh all right uh let's get into our well let's get into our lightning round cool. because justin this guy 
this guy hasn't had the lightning round questions yet. So yeah. let's let's talk about uh let's let's pull up the LM cigars. Uh so guys, it's almost over. The you can still enter the LM cigars giveaway. Uh, go to howaboutthatcigar.com, search for LM Cigars, and you'll find the December giveaway. Go to that page, and you can enter the giveaway there. You still have time. We're going to pick the winner tomorrow morning. Uh, so LM Cigars has been offering extraordinary cigars at an exceptional value since 1876. On top of premium cigars, LM offers deals on many accessories, such as lighters, cutters, and humidors from the biggest brands in the industry at prices that can't be beaten. If you're an avid smoker or just starting out, LM has a cigar that will suit your needs. They have everything from value to premium cigars, flavored and unflavored. From Nicaragua to the United States, their extensive selection offers an option for every type of cigar enthusiast. For more info, please visit lmcigars.com or follow them on Facebook and Instagram at LM Cigars. Hey, and uh, real quick, if you guys ever use, if you... Um are purchasing cigars from any of our sponsors, which we greatly appreciate. That's what, um, you know, they're looking for. We're looking for is a partnership that's mutually beneficial. Obviously, if you do purchase cigars and they have a place to put a note in, just say, saw you on, how about that cigar? Absolutely. That lets them know that their advertising dollars are going to places where they're getting, um, eyes and, and people to purchase products. And it's a win-win for everybody. So let's um you you ask the first let's do the first three okay and I'm gonna give Justin my microphone. All, All right, right, Justin. Choose. Wait, no, we're gonna start. Yeah, we're gonna start. If you were about to get into a fight, what would your soundtrack music be? Have to go with what's that song from uh, Top Gun, The Danger Zone. Oh, oh. I haven't heard that. That's a first time answer. I love it. How about that one? That one popped to my mind when I was thinking about that just that now. That's a great answer. Dude. I, <laughs> I think we missed the first one. There it is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. Okay. If you could hear the thoughts of one living person for 10 minutes, who would it be and why? Hmm. Probably go with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I like that. And, and just the reason, because I used to mm-hmm. do like natural bodybuilding and all that stuff. And I, I followed him quite a bit when I was doing all that. And mm-hmm. he just, he has a lot of good principles, a lot of like where he came from, his story of, of being the underdog and everything coming up. And, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, he, he just uh, kind of was an inspiration to me for a while when I was doing that, that kind of working out stuff. You know what would suck though, is if his thoughts were in <laughs> German. <laughs> about is uh is is brushing <laughs> tequila, rum on cigar tequila yeah tequila on cigars. all right if you could choose uh you have to choose one of the following you could hit a home run as a starting pitcher score a touchdown as a defensive lineman score a goal in a hockey game as a goalie or score score a goal in a soccer game as the goalie probably go with the hockey yeah 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 score score goal is a hockey goalie love it yeah How awesome would that be <laughs> be incredible all right so that's i don't want to knock stuff over again when i swing this microphone all the way around uh so that was our lightning round let's move into our notables notable smokables as always are brought to us by our friends at ace prime notable cigars 
notable passion, notable purpose. So, Garrett, what was your notable this week? I'm going to say it was the uh, Adventura Queen's Pearls Lancero. Um, full disclosure, I have a bias. We haven't talked about it a lot on the show, but I do rep for a few brands and uh, they are one of the brands that I carry. So I just want to disclose that bias. That being said, right now, that is my favorite morning cigar with coffee. And I had one this morning. Um, we had a bunch of stuff going on at work, super stressful. And I was like, I'm making some strong ass coffee and I'm going to have a cigar. And my mood just totally <laughs> flipped. The cigar was incredible. Yeah. And with the coffee. Well, full disclosure, I do not rep for any brands. And that cigar is lights out. One of the best Lanceros I've probably had in the last five years, if not ever. But definitely one of the best I've had in the last five years. Unbelievable. Um, mine was actually so. So Partagas has this uh, the the 10 Decadas series. Mm -hmm. uh, and they've had a few different, you know, basically like once a year, they make a limited run of a different Vitola. This year was a sort of a Toro size. Uh, and I was a little leery because the one last year that was more of a Lancero, I really didn't like very much, mm -hmm. but this Toro I've had two of them, one of them so far. And the first one, I I have to say, I was very pleased with. I thought it was very good. So that's uh, that's our notable smokables this week. Uh, brought to us by uh, our friends at Ace Prime. Improving lives through fine cigars. Visit aceprime.com to learn more. I also, I want to give another, I want to give a shout out to somebody. Yeah. Um, so this year, I've done some traveling. I've done some stuff away in Detroit haven't been able to make everything happen and we did have a special guest in my stead when i was when i was away and raul ramos came and yes. pitched it and did a great job with matt at uh yeah, when, cigars, and baseball. cigars and baseball and it was like last minute it, it was, was like last day minute. before like oh crap man i forgot i'm gonna be in detroit and raul and you got raul and he said yeah i'll do it and he was nervous but as the day went on and we got into more and more, he, he did a great job. And, really and I, I hope that we can have him on more, you know, as as we're able to. And if he wants to and if we have times when some of us have to be off. Yeah, because he's he, he's he's just one of those people who's. um, He's a true ambassador. He's an of ambassador of the cigar. Yeah, mm -hmm. he's an ambassador of the cigar culture. And he cares really deeply about the cigar culture and people. I mean, yeah. So, um, yeah, Raul, thank you for for filling in on cigars and baseball. You did a great job, and that was a great event that we will absolutely be at in 2022. Um, so, coming up, we're, so next week, um, it's Christmas week. We're going to be off, and then as soon as we roll into, as soon as Raul. <laughs> As soon as we roll into 2022 on January 3rd, we are going to present our list for the 2021. How about that cigar cigar of the year? So we have a top 10 list that we are going to compile. Um, most of the, most of the data has been gone over. Uh, we just have to sort of sit down together and, 
decide on the final what the list is going to be. Uh, so we'll present that on January 3rd. Um, for all our viewers and listeners, uh, guys, thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts. Mm -hmm. Thank you for an incredible 2021. Um, we learned so much this year. We have so much more to learn. And we are excited and grateful that we get to learn it along with you. And mm -hmm. being able to cover this industry, we genuinely consider it a privilege every time we get to come in front of you and talk about cigars um, to share what knowledge we have and what knowledge we hope to gain. Um, it's been a great year and 2022 is going to be even better and beyond. It's just got, we just want to continue to grow what we do and, and expand and have more, more people to talk to more great conversations, more learning, more spreading the word about cigars to our fellow cigar smokers and to our family and friends who don't even participate in the hobby just so they can understand what it's all about. Uh, so we, we wish the best for all of you guys, uh, viewers and listeners for, uh, the Christmas season, the holiday season. Um, uh, and we wish for safety and, uh, you know, for your time to be, be filled with, with uh, family and frivolity and no drama and mm -hmm. just good, good cigars, good friends, uh, uh, good times together, good meals, uh, and a fantastic close to 2021 as we lead into the new year. So thank you guys. Absolutely. Thank you everyone. Mm -hmm. I want to ditto exactly what, what Matt said. Um, glad tidings to all for right. uh, however you celebrate whatever you celebrate i pray that it's amazing for everybody that's right and um all the family stuff that that gets in the way i just you know uh have a cigar yeah if you need a break you, we are so fortunate in this hobby that if we need a break you know just go go light up a cigar take a deep breath Focus on the cigar, focus on the tobacco, focus on the flavors you get from the cigar, and then get back to life refreshed and renewed. Um, that's what we like to do. Um, so, you know, as always, uh, this show is going to be available for our audio podcast listeners. And if you guys haven't yet listened to the audio podcast, head out to all the major audio podcast platforms like iHeartRadio and Spotify and iTunes and I, Apple Music and Apple Podcasts and all uh, basically all the big providers were, were out there uh, and follow the podcast uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel that's a big one um, make sure to like and follow the Facebook page uh, follow us on all social media at HBT Cigar and until we see you next year burn cigars not bridges thanks guys thanks everybody